Well, hello and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're that podcast where we celebrate the Jeep life and everything that goes along with it. Including cold mud, ice, sand, mountain rock, you name it, we do it. Mm -hmm. I'm Jeep and Terry and I'm coming at you um, from Studio E. Um, I'm joined as always. Oh, this is still D. Is it D? All right. <laughs> well, we readjusted the light. It was, I, I confused. Yeah, okay. New studio, new lighting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined as always by my really good friend, Breaky Bill. What's going on, man? Not much, man. You know, just... You know, we've talked about this. It's not... You're... It's held here. I don't have a choice. No, you have to show up. <laughs> well, no, I, I can break in. I've done that a couple yeah. of times. Well, I leave you a key. That's you true. don't have to break in. No, I guess I could, shouldn't have broken those <laughs> windows, should I? No, I gotta... Yeah. Uh, Jeez, I'm tired. It's been a long weekend. It It has been a long weekend. You... You didn't get married. No, I was doing best man duties. All right. That's good. Whew. All right. Not that... <laughs> Don't worry. You didn't miss it. <laughs> I, I was going to say, <laughs> my invite must have got lost in the mail. Mm, you'd be invited. Don't worry. I, 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 would, I would drive anywhere to, for it. So if it's in Hawaii... I'm driving my happy ass there. Well, I hope you're not driving because there's a lot of water. Oh, I'm building a bridge. Yeah. But you were out this weekend. You were out on the trails a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was. I got to um, hang out with my um, really good friends from Maine. Impromptu. Impromptu, planned, slash impromptu. And it well, was... impromptu for you, planned for them. Yeah. But I was planning anyway. You but were planning it, to go up for a different reason. So yeah, we're yeah. here in Pennsylvania, and for yeah. everybody out there, Pennsylvania is known for awesome fall foliage. Yeah. Um. So, and that was the other thing that I noticed a lot this weekend going up. I was up in um, Jim Thorpe area. Okay. So right like on, where yeah. my, old, uh, my old home was. Your old stomping grounds. Yeah. Um. But like the trees, holy crap, man. Overnight, they yeah. changed. Well, that, that rain that we got started yep. you know was the catalyst mm -hmm. for it and it just snapped right in and yeah you know it was funny because i was driving up and i was kind of disappointed you know i was driving up friday mm -hmm. and i was disappointed by the amount of lack of foliage right, right. and then got up saturday morning boom, boom. <laughs> instant instant gold and orange and reds it's like the fairies went around and painted all <laughs> It was uh, you know it was literally supposed to be a weekend um Weekend of camping and going to um, just take the green trails right. and, you know, because my Jeep isn't capable of doing anything more than that right now. Um, but we, we're going to do green trails and just look at the foliage, you know, and yeah. there's some trails that have real nice overlooks and that's kind of was our plan to go to different overlooks that we yeah. knew. Um, oh, yeah. Isn't Trail one one eleven? Is that what it is? Is that overlook still open again? It is. Yeah, I just thought of that. Yeah, hmm. it overlooks um, Mammoth now. Yeah, it does. Right. Yep. Um, matter of fact, that was one of the first times you and I went out. We ended up there, and one of your buddies backed in and broke my license plate holder. I don't think that's how it went. That's exactly how it went. He. Uh, all right. He, he, he said, I'm going to go do that. And he let his clutch out and rolled backwards. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. All right. That's right. <laughs> so we were out with my friends from, from Maine. 
um, Dan and Jeff and, and the, and the crew, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just fantastic people and amazing wheelers. I mean, they're just terrific wheelers. And so we, um, I spent Saturday with them, Maddie and I, I jumped right seat with Maddie and, Mm -hmm. you know, did the, the whole, um, scouting and, and leading. And we did all the blues and blacks on the Eastern that we, we could. And killed it. It was awesome. Sometimes those days are the best. Just yeah. Getting out all of a sudden, you're like, hey, we need to get out there. Yeah. And, you know, friend of the podcast, Neil, was there too. Oh, so okay, cool. He showed up. Um, but, it, you know, it was a small group of good wheelers. And, you know, th- those days just, yeah, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it was good. But later in the episode, this is foreshadowing. Yes. We're going to talk about some of the camping. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the camping we've done together. We've done together. We're going to talk about some of the things that people might want to look out for. Yeah. You know, because we experience those things yeah. maybe the hard way sometimes. We usually set up like a tent village and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're good at, I, I did find a, a, a new campsite that is primo. Oh yeah? Which up one? There. It's. Um, well, we're not going to tell right, me we'll, later. We'll save it later. Uh, no, we're not going to tell everybody out there. It's our program. Oh, true, camp, so. true. That's true. I'll, I'll <laughs> save it for after the it's show. It's like those really good trails. You don't <laughs> tell anybody about right. them. Your fishing spots, the good trails, and uh, yeah, new campsites. Perfect. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, let's get into it. Um, I know that there was... Um, we've got some events coming up. Well, no, 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 no. First news. There, there was some stirring. We got in some the news. in the news. Yeah, uh, I put in some news sounds right here. Breaking news! <laughs> Breaking news! This is this is kind of heartbreaking, especially knowing that I went out with Maddie this right. weekend. Twenty twenty three Rubicon will be the end of the Eco Diesel in the Wrangler. All correct. In the Wrangler. In the Wrangler. However. Still going to be offered in the JT. live on in the JT. Yeah. But not in the Wrangler. I think they're coming out with something else. Yeah. Or is it another move away, you know, into the 4xE and... So, let's talk about the the Wrangler diesel option in general. So, it was kind of a... It was very difficult for uh, Jeep to do this because they had... Jeep is awful at cooling. For some odd reason, they just can't <laughs> yeah. figure it out. Yeah. But um, the JL definitely has wider slots um, and more surface area for a radiator in there. Um, but that was one of the biggest problems that they were dealing with with that diesel engine is trying yeah. to keep it cool. Um, so that's kind of one of the big things, I guess, that they're looking at. Um, obviously, the, it would be more... Um, accepted or more um wanted in the tr- in the JT you know, right, the, right. the truck version of it um i would be interesting to see if they could figure out some type of cooling and you know what kind of payload actually that you can put in the you know tow with it or anything of the right. sort um but yeah so i think that's one of their big issues that they're just looking at and you know probably looking at the numbers they might not have sold as well as they thought yeah you know that kind of thing. Yeah, I I haven't seen that many um, Wranglers that are Rubicons. It it you know it's the one offs every once in a while. You know, and, right? You know, you we've got we went to a lot of shows yeah. in the last year and seen a lot of Jeeps, a lot of brand new Jeeps, and it's just a small number that that 
diesel represents. Yeah. Now the cool thing about diesel is, is it's torque for days. It is. Um, the the difference between like the four by e torque and the diesel torque is the diesel torque has to spin up a bit. Right. So it, it's it's not instant torque. It's perfect torque. Yep. Right. Where the four by e is more instant. You you hit it, it goes. Um, kind of thing. So it it you know, I am I kind of sad to see it leaving the lineup. Yeah. Would I buy one? No, not really. Um, so it, you know, it's, it's not, um, it's not a loss to me, but I could see some people be sad about it, you know? It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, see, this is one of the other things with diesels is it's usually more expensive maintenance wise. Sure. I mean, an oil change is 150 bucks. Yes. So maintenance alone, I think that's one of the things that people, it deters people from buying it. Um, the other part is you need to put death fluid Def in. Death fluid, yeah. So every time you, you know, not every time you fill up your, uh, with diesel, but you need to top that off. And also, if you run out of death fluid, they go into a limp mode and you can only drive, drive them at five miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, you have bigger, more consumables. You have a, um, a diesel filter that needs to be changed out. Yes. So there's a lot more than just putting gas in your car. You know, and, and Jeep had to make some major adjustments to the frame and to um, the payload um, for that. So, it, yeah, I can see that it, it's less efficient for them manufacturing-wise to have that. You know, if they have a specialized 392, then... You know, that had modifications yeah. needed to do as well, but that's a specialized line where they can run X number of them all at once and be done with it, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's interesting. I I still love the sound of that diesel. Oh, I, heck yeah. You know, and, and being out with it, but... You know, it throws I, you off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, a little but. bit. I'm not going to cry any, but I know some people who, who are, um, so... We'll, we'll kind of maybe wear a black band around mm. our arm for I was trying to find out what two. the actual sales on the diesel JLs was. I, it's minimal. I can't find it. It's minimal. Quickly, at least. Um, I, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug real quick Wave 360. Heck yeah, man. They um, sent some swag this week. Yep. And, you know, we had Christy on the show. Um, I think that was two name changes ago. Yeah, formerly known <laughs> at when she was on the show as I guess it was the Jeep Wave, the Jeep Wave app. Um, but Wave Three Hundred and Sixty is it, and um, huge social media app for you know for Jeepers. Um, it's awesome. Mine was blowing up in the Smoky Mountains. So oh yeah, mine was too. It was crazy. It was awesome. So shout out to them. Thank you so much for the swag. It was awesome. Um, you know. If you, if you want to send me swag, I'll, I'll put a t-shirt yeah. on. I'll put a t-shirt on. Um, but no, it's, it's good to have that relationship with Christy and, and maybe we'll have her back on the show to talk about, um, new upcoming additions to, um, to the app. Cool. Um, all right. Events. Oh, I know that uh, there's one that I left off. And didn't put on the, the show notes, and I apologize. Oh. And that's coming up on the 15th, I believe, and it's Crawling for Canines at Roush Creek. That's coming up soon. Yes, it is. But 
some events that we have coming up right now. Um, October 22nd is Boo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You're missing the one next weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am missing that one. (laughs) (laughs) Terry's getting fired. No doubt. Um, So October 16th, this Sunday, is Jeeps and Java down at Quadratech in their Westchester location, um, where we both frequent often. Often. Very often. I, I hear we're going to have a presence there. I'm, I'm the master of ceremonies and, and, and DJ. The buggy will be there. And the buggy, yeah. So, heck yeah. Got to get a fuel cell for it. I got to patch it. <laughs> right, I true. Give it all patch true. jab. You know, I patches love it. over here, patches of hula But so that's this Sunday. I can't wait for it. It's going to be a great time. So make sure you stick, uh, put that on your calendar. That is. This Sunday from 8 to 11, correct? Yes. Yes. Cool. And then October 22nd is actually Boo at the Zoo, the creepy Jeep Fest at Cape May Zoo in Cape May, New Jersey. Um, The very next day is the New Jersey Fall Jeep Invasion in Ocean City, New Jersey, on the boardwalk. That got rescheduled from October 9th. Yep. No. Or before that. Before that. That was October 1st. 1st. Yep. Something of the sort. We got bad days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the very next day, and that's in Ocean City, New Jersey, um, on the boardwalk where you can park your Jeep up there. I think they still have some tickets left. I know I saw Jamie was posting about it, um, and that's put on by Blinker Fluid Productions. Yes. So heading into November, November 12th and 13th is Virginia Beach Jeep Fest in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Yeah. There's a lot of Virginias. <laughs> <laughs> I love Virginia Beach. I would love to go down there. I wish I was available to go, but I just, yeah. I can't make it that I, far. It's a, it's, it's a, a hike. Um, what, six and a half, seven hours down. Um, but I would love to go. I've got yeah. friends down there. I crash with them. Heck yeah. Uh, oh well. And then that same weekend, November 12th, is Apex Off-Road Wheel to Heel. Oh yeah. Huge. Okay. Yeah. Huge. So I think, we might try to get Chris from Apex Off Road um, yeah. on the podcast maybe next week. Yeah, give him a soon. Yeah, let him come on and talk about the awesome um, wheel to heel event. They raised a crap ton of money last year, and I think it's going to be bigger and better than last year. And if you go, they have a crap ton of giveaways. Ah, can I I'm, confirm or deny? I've never seen so many giveaways. That was yeah, they gave away a lot, a lot last year. Yeah. Um, great sponsors of the event, um, and it's wheel to heel, so it's a great benefit. Yep. And then, ah, we're going to leave that one off. All right. Sounds good. If we were talking about next year, New Jersey Jeep Invasion, they released the dates, <laughs> and they already sold out of the first 500. Yeah. Wow. It'll be big. Yeah. And we'll be there, I think there, they of sold out the first 512 hours. It was, it was really quick. I and think last year, yeah, yeah, last year, Jamie said it took, like, 48. Yeah to sell out of the first 500 so that means it'll be big 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 heck yeah all right well, well transitioning right along yeah well thanks for the update on those events that's uh how did i forget the, <laughs> the, the jeeps and java be i know right um well this weekend you and i had two separate events um and we both ended up camping at those events <laughs> That was a bad idea in my and, part. <laughs> it was very cold this morning. It it was it it was very cold 
This well, it was cold at night this weekend. It was yes. absolutely beautiful this weekend during the day. During the day when the yeah. sun was out, you know that big ball of gas mm-hmm. that's keeping our our planet comfortable. Hot. <laughs> um, and you and I've camped a lot together In, over the last four years, yeah. right? And yeah. um, multiple different capacities: cold, warm. Yep. So right now we're going to talk about some cold weather camping. We're going to talk a little bit about what we experienced this weekend. Yes. Um, Because you were on the rooftop tent. Correct. On top of your um, JK. Yep. I I definitely want to hear about that. Okay. How'd it go? Um, And then maybe some tips or words that we can go out. I'll talk about mine a little bit as well. So so I've actually done, I want to bring up another type of camping as well, and that's sleeping in your Jeep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a few different options that we can uh, cover right now. But so first, I'd like to start off with um, this weekend, I did sleep in a rooftop tent on top of my Jeep. Um, there's some great advantages, some disadvantages. Um, we're going to leave that. The only real disadvantage is once it's set up, you got to kind of stay there right. with a rooftop tent. Yeah. Um, because obviously it's on top of your Jeep. Um, but so some of the cold weather kind of tips and tricks I've done with camping. Yeah. Um, usually we have electric at the sites. Yeah. We try to find electricity. We try to find some type of electricity. Um, so small little space heaters are great. Um, they help out a lot. Yeah. Uh, electric blankets. Great idea. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. But if you can't get electricity, yeah, um, I think one of the biggest things that last night we made sure that like all the zippers were zipped up really good. Yep. Um, when it was time to go to bed, like basically just covered everything down. Um, yeah. the biggest issue we had was everything was wet in the morning, which you can't really get away from. No. Um. So there was a lot to do in, in yeah. the air, huh? Because yeah. I didn't um, have that problem this weekend. Oh, it was everything was soaked. Was it really? Morning. All right. Yeah. Um, but I think just first, uh, you know, obviously good care of your tent is yeah, no super holes. helpful. No holes. Um, try to park in a location that it's going to get sun mo- most of the day really helps. Um, so it gets that tent kind of warmed up during the day. Yeah, and, heats it up. Yeah. And then if you keep it closed, um, it tries, it somewhat keeps that heat right. in there. Right. Um, but obviously minimal amount of door you know, zipper openings yeah. is also a really good idea. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I never stayed in a rooftop tent. I've, I've seen you <laughs> set it up and I've seen you, you do it. Mm-hmm. It, for me, I think the, the scariest thing is in the middle of the effing night, my bladder screaming at me and I'm groggy <laughs> as hell. How am I going to navigate uh, that, that ladder, how do you, three points of contact at all times. <laughs> yeah. Right. Three points. Three points. I, I don't even have, um, a point of contact when I'm that groggy. Yeah. So uh, there, there can be a hose installed that you can, you know, relieve yourself. Oh yeah. Through yeah. or something of the sort. Uh, also yeah. a bottle, Gatorade bottle or something. Um, that would be my kind of oh that's smart. so i don't have yeah. to get out necessarily right because when again you're trying to climb down a ladder yep you have to leave that door open for a longer period of time while you're trying yeah. to find you know your first step you yep. know whatever um another 
good thing to note on those ladders, not all of them um, are the most, let's say, how do I put this? They're not like slip resistant. Right, right. They are, but when you put a little bit of dew on it and like all of a sudden you're throwing your shoes on or you got yep. cold feet, yep. this, you can slip pretty good. So, uh, and this is also for the winter times as well. Some like VHB or abrasive tape right on the on, on those, the, those, on those steps those yeah steps um just the one that i have doesn't have very good <laughs> yeah no um yeah because i i mean the idea and maybe we should do an episode on um rooftop tents and 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 the side short now's as good a time as any yeah the idea of a rooftop tent is huge to me. I love the idea of it. It, you know, it looks killer. Mm-hmm. You, you've got your rig is part of your, your camping scenario. It's part of your tent. It's, it's yeah. there. You're, you're living with it. Right. Right. But then there are those downsides of, you know, if you, if you want to get and go somewhere the next morning, you've got to fold it up. You've got to put it away. You've got to pack up your house and, and, and put it away, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, like, like I say, when I, that was a big disadvantage. So, I have a soft-sided rooftop tent. Um, it is a Smitty-built tent that it, like, opens. It flips right, right, open. Right. Um, so, the main part of it stays on the top of the Jeep. And it fl- just online, great photos. Uh, yeah. Multiple different setups. So, but, like, when I go, I had the awning off the side. I had the tent up. Yep. Like I had it fully set up and I have a fridge in the back of the Jeep. Like I have the small setup compared to Scott's. Yeah, sure. Sure. So, and he's the real king of like overlanding out of his rig. Yeah. But he won't use a rooftop tent because he likes the ability to pack up in the morning or just kind of go and go right and leave the site. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's it, especially if you're going to leave the site and then come right, you know, back that night. Yeah. It's kind of a pain in the ass to yep. to pack it up and and go, but it for me I in my brain when I when I see it I instantly there's juices flowing. I love the idea yeah. of a rooftop tent. Love it. So there are also other rooftop tents out there though that are a lot quicker. Yes. So mine probably I can set it up, take it down, and takes about ten minutes. Yep. Um, seven with a ladder. So, but the other versions, there's um, fiberglass shell tents. Mm. They're considered like a hard shell tent. And then there's also aluminum shelled. But those open and close a lot faster. So I'm wondering if there could be the possibility of like, if it's the 30 second tent, you just basically kind of push a button or undo a latch and it goes up and you have all your, you know, bedding and everything stays already in in there. there. Yeah. I I could see that being a lot um, better of a setup. Yeah. all right, so your your tent, you know, you, you're two of you in it. Yeah. Um, plenty of space. Plenty of space. It's huge. Um, which is, which is a bonus. I love that. Yes. It's it's great. Is there? There's no place though for for like a space heater in there, or is there? Not really. Because that that to me, you know, we we talked about cold weather. Yeah. That, I mean, I'm talking. I have like a small little desk heater. Yep. It's got like a little fan with a small little heating element in it yeah. just to kind of knock the chill out of the air. Yeah. And that works awesome. Um, but like I said, you need to have an outlet or something of the sort. Sure. Um, now, lighting, does it have... Um, so inside the tent, it does have a strip, an LED strip. An LED that strip, yep. into a USB port. 
um, so I can run that down to the Jeep or yeah. have just like a yeah. battery pack, which it's very helpful to have that at night kind of deal. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so I, I camped this weekend and I had, have been using a, really a two season tent. Correct. Which has served me well for, you know, about 10 years. And it's, those two seasons are warm seasons. Uh, right. <laughs> and yet I, I, I constantly get caught up in weather and rain so and, and, and cold with it. Wind slapping the tent <laughs> off your nose. <laughs> and... Um, so I, you know, found some room on a credit card. Yeah. And I, I got me a gazelle. Which I've heard a lot about gazelles. I got the T4 Plus. Yeah. which is huge. Um, but you know, I'm a big boy. I, I wanted the space and I kind of wanted the luxury of, of it all. Um, the T4 plus has your main sleeping area, which says it'll hold four people. That's and, huge. and then there's the, the canopy up front and it's, you could actually put three or four people up there too. It's wow. the same footprint. Hmm. Um, it, I, I literally picked it up on Friday. Um, and drove, I never, I don't know how the box fit in the Jeep. The box is huge. Is it that big? It's that big. Hmm. um, I mean, I know the tent's huge. You can stand up inside of it. Oh yeah. And like, you got another two, three inches on top of your head. Yep. Um, so I get up there and it's starting to get dark, you know, especially with the tree coverage and Mm -hmm. everything. I have that thing set up in under five minutes. The first time I'm doing it in the dark. Five minutes. So it's pretty simple setup, take down. Super simple. Okay. Um, taking it down is a little trickier because you, you know, basically you're trying to get it to be able to put in a bag. Right. So you're trying to Make compress sure. it, but, yeah. um, you know, it's still five minutes. Yeah. Um, now the cool thing with this is it completely seals up completely right. where my previous tent <laughs> It was, it, it was mesh, 60% mesh, mesh sides <laughs> yeah. and mesh roof, um, which was great in the summer. Cause I can watch the stars right. go by. It's awesome. Um, but, and so I, I have my, my, my buddy heater, mm-hmm. propane heater. Yep. Um, which that is one of the things that we've discovered yep. is the buddy heater. Yeah. And that is a propane operated, yeah. um, no carbon dioxide, no carbon monoxide. It, it, it burns 100% clean. clean. Yep. Um, you can go online, look at videos. Obviously they say, don't put it in a closed space. Yep. Um, but a tent really isn't a closed space. Like it still has air movement. There's still vents. Yes. Um, also you just gotta be safe about it. Like those things, you don't, you don't put over. It, I, so features. I carried it from, and it's got a handle on it and I carried it from the front t- open space to the, to the place where I was sleeping and I must have it, it taken it so... slightly off level and it shut it down yep. um, instantly. I mean, it was almost cool to the touch instantly. Yes, and they do thing. cool down pretty quick. Um, so I, I put it in the front and I, I lit, the first night I lit it and I, about an hour. And I actually sat in that screen space comfortably and read. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, That's just, crazy. just chilling out. Yeah. And, and that thing kept that front area so warm and had bled over a little bit to the back area. Cause I just kept the, the door between the two yeah. um, wide open. Um, and then the, you know, the next night I started it about an hour before I went to bed to let it warm up everything. Right. And then I turned it off. Well, 
Yeah. And um, that's the other thing. It's like, once you warm up your tent and you fall asleep, yeah. you're pretty good. Well, I, I turned it off and, um, and changed um, the tank out. Because my plan was, whenever I got up to use the bathroom, I would start it again and just leave it on through right. that remainder four hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that way, when I got up in the morning, I didn't want to not get out of the blankets, you know? And, and, um, so that was amazing to be able to have that. So they, they have different sizes. I have the smallest size that they have, um, which is perfect for me. Um, but I, I, I think that's key. A good fire is key. Yeah. Um, cause when you, when you have a fire burning ne- in your campsite, it actually does warm the ambient air yeah. around, including your tent area, including your sleeping area. It might be only three or four degrees, but, but it's, it's still, still, it's still something, mm-hmm. um, to help out. Um, I did, um, wear a hoodie to yeah. sleep so I can pull it over my mm-hmm. head cause we lose most of our heat out of our head. Yep. Um, so I, so I think, some of the big things when you're cold weather camping is, as you alluded to, is like staying warm. If you get cold, yeah, it's hard to get warm again. Yep. So, you know, focusing on staying um, warm, having ample layers on is really a big thing. Uh, also, another thing that I was, you know, thinking of was uh, make sure all the vents, as you said, you sealed it up really good. Yep. All vents are kind of closed off. Um just to keep the air inside the tent. You right. know, it's not much, but it definitely, you're warming that air and it's staying in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause it, and then, and that's true with your house too. Yeah. Cold air comes through a small crack in your window or, you know, you just want to make sure things are sealed yeah. up, um, to maintain that because again, maintaining heat is much easier mm-hmm. than warming something up that's yes. cold. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's cool. So, and, Another big thing is also is uh, keeping things dry. So as we said, the dew in the morning, um, when you're out, you know, camping, wheeling, make sure everything dries out during the day. Don't put it away wet, um, especially if you're doing multiple days Mm -hmm. or traveling site to site to site. Um, I think that's the key important things. Yeah. So it, for for me, that, that, that's a key indicator. Now when I, clean, you know, pulled everything up and then I pulled my tarp up underneath. It was very wet, yep. which was indicative of the ground was cold and we were producing heat yeah. on top of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that automatic condensation, I drug the tarp out, you know, just flipped it over and drug it into the sun. And within, you know, minutes yeah. it was dry and my tent was dry in the bottom because I had right. that ground cloth in mm-hmm. that tent. I mean, that tarp. Um, but I, you know, there are certain things that you, that are a must do. And I think that is one of them for those rooftop tents. There's generally space underneath them. Um, if they're on the, on the back of a bed of a truck. Correct. So that could, you lose insulation there. Your, yours is on top of your, your rack, your rack, which is, you know, inches away from. It's, this, it's this, further than you think. Like the amount of it's a pretty good distance. So Is you it get like a good six inches? Of, so there's yeah, still air you moving. Still get a good amount of air. Um, so multiple different kinds of, but it is a platform. So it's an aluminum um, double sheet platform with inner structure. Okay. So that alone, once that you know it's exposed to the weather, it's going to be cold. Yeah. But there is a a three inch foam mat 
thing, you know, is your bed. Yeah. You put the sheet over and everything. Um, but also kind of the other things is uh, even when you're doing a camp tent camping, blanket below you uh, and a blanket on above. You know, put one below you, put one on. For every one on top, put yeah. one, or for every two on top, put one below yeah. you. Um, I actually had two below me and four on top of me. Yeah. So, and then obviously we're alluding to lots of blankets. <laughs> yeah, blankets. Yep, blankets are key. Um, or, you know, zero degree bags or yeah. minus 20 degree mm-hmm. sleeping bags. I, I, I'm at a point in my life, I don't want to crawl into a sleeping bag and have to crawl out. When I need to get out, I, I just want to throw a cover over, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but also to allude to another style of camping, and that's camping in your Jeep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I've definitely spent a few um, nights in the back of my Jeep uh, up at Roush. And Roush is very primitive camping. Yep. Um, so I actually did that uh, a few years ago for my birthday. We went up, and my birthday's in March. So, but it snowed the week before. Oh, yeah. There was eight inches of snow when we pulled into the parking lot <sighs> at Roush. Great. Like, on top of the fire rings. Yeah, yeah. So we had to dig out the fire rings, and it, you know... At that point, so it went down to 22 that night. Um, I used an airbed mattress or, yep. you know, one of the Jeep back. Yeah, one's uh, designed and cut yeah. out. Yep. So that was a great, you know, that's your support. But then again, one you got to put the blankets below, yeah. blankets above. Yep. Um, you know, minimal door opens, obviously. Do what you got to do, get in, get out, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, but also one of the big things if you're sleeping in your Jeep is you can start it, run it, let it warm up. Yeah. If you get that whole Jeep, you know, turn it on high and let it run. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're burning gas, but y- it'll keep you warm. And it stays warm in that vehicle for a solid amount of time, yeah. too. So So I, I, I've done that as well, and um, I enjoyed it. But getting in and out for me was kind of, you know, it look, and you see, you see the Instagram shots of, you know, the lights in the back and everything. And it, it, there's no way to climb into that no. and look graceful doing it. Nope. Um, especially in a lifted Jeep. No. You know, I guess you can put a little step stool at the end or whatever. But I cheated a little bit. I had my remote start with me. <laughs> so you had it next and to I, you and you're like, I don't even have to get up. I had started. <laughs> Let it run for a bit to kind of knock the chill mm-hmm. off. Then I'd use a remote start to turn the mm-hmm. engine off. Yeah. And then I'd rinse and repeat as needed. Heck yeah. So you just so. leave your fan on high and it all the way on hot <laughs> yep. and you're good to go. Yep. Um, yeah, because I do that in the winter anyway. Right. When I when I turn my Jeep off, I make sure that it's on high and yeah and hot. Absolutely. So in the morning when I start it, yeah, that, that's it, a cheating way to do it, I it guess. It really is. But I mean, and then also... Like just alluding to everything back, just keep everything dry, keep it, you yeah. know, warm. So I, I did, um, at the Grand Canyon, I did, um, in the back of the, the Jeep mm-hmm. and it, it was still cold at night right. there, but I actually cracked the rear windows about an inch, both sides. Mm-hmm. And that just kept air coming in. Yeah, but it, I was able to, you know, use a remote start to keep it warm. But for me, I, I need to feel like I can breathe. And sometimes mm-hmm. those Jeeps are sealed off they, pretty well yeah, for the most part. Um, so for me, it got a little stuffy. So mm-hmm. I had ventilation and that right. kept the condensation from happening on the inside of the mm-hmm. windows and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's something to think about too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I would love to, I, so I, I see Ron, um, joined us, Ron Harrington. He's going to join us on the show and really dig into some overlanding. Um, he is the expert. Really? Um, um, he runs Ridgeback Guide Services. If you get a chance, go, go wheeling, go over, overlanding with him. He's, his guiding team is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he, I learned a lot from him and my desire to have a gazelle literally came from him, you know, because I go out with them and this was last St. Patty's day. I do a, a ride with them right? and you know, the weather was sucky in my tent. It was the worst example my tent has ever had. And you know, I see him and he sets it up in two minutes and, Boop. and super warm and yeah. he shows me the inside and how much room he has. And I'm like, hmm. fuck this. <laughs> and so then, mm-hmm. yeah, I had to, had to get it. And it uh, took me a while, but I had to get yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, they're not cheap. I mean, I'm looking them up and it's, it's a $400 tent. Yeah. But worth every damn penny Heck of yeah. it through the night. It, I, would, I would look up and I would just see the walls are straight up, you know, are they're, not, they're hub. <laughs> and I could hear the trees and the leaves rattling yeah. and rustling from the wind, and it didn't even move. It didn't even, I, I didn't even flap. I didn't hear anything. Right. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. I, as a matter of fact, I'm selling every, all my belongings. I'm moving into a gazelle. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I don't got much more of, you know, camping when it's cold, obviously, you know, make sure you're hydrated, make sure you stay, you know, full, that yeah. too. that helps, you got to have energy to stay warm. Yeah, you got to, and, and we have a, you know, Miles on the, on the, the feed just said, can you repeat the overlanding gen- gentleman, and it's Ron Harrington, and he's with um, Ridgeback Guide Service, yes. so just, you know, search on, on Facebook, um, or, or I guess, you know, Google search Ridgeback guide and, um, Ron's awesome. It, I, I can't say enough good things, um, for him. He's the nicest guy on the planet. His knowledge is ridiculous. His, his events are yeah. well, well run. Um, I've only met him briefly, not on the trails, obviously I met him at work. Oh, right, right, right. Enough. Um, right. And first words out of his mouth, well, your your reputation precedes you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, it oh, does. Yeah. It does. Um, but yeah, reach out, join one of his one of his rides. They're not they're not exactly cheap, but for what you get, they're not overly expensive either. I think they're they're yeah. priced exactly where they're supposed to be. And just you walk away from his weekends just going, Yeah. I learned a lot. I had a good time. Yeah. Um, you know, and he can he can spot too. And when it, you know, he's, he's got a wealth of knowledge mm-hmm. and, um, I can't, I can't say enough good things about it. So if you're up in the main area, yeah, obviously Ron and, you know, Maine, Vermont, that yeah, kind of in the Northeast, Northeast. Yeah. but if you're around here still, uh, one-on-one off-road consulting does a lot of different stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Con- well, that, that's to get you good on a trail. On a trail. Right. So that, but you know, I don't know that he'd. He does, you know, the whole camping and, and oh, how to, yeah. how to set up your True. stuff and all that stuff where Ron does that. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, an educational weekend. I know they, they do clinics and stuff on when you go, it's cool. Do it, do it. I say, do it, do it. 
Um, but if you have any questions or stories or anything that you want to talk about with Overlanding or, um, reach out, you know, you can, where can people reach out to us? Well, first you can uh, send us an email at info at jeeplifepodcast.com and we'll get, you might get your, uh, email rid, red, rid, not might, you probably will. will. (laughs) Definitely will. (laughs) Um, get it, uh. You know, talked about if you got a good topic, definitely share it out. We are always looking for new topics. Um, if not, just Google us, um, Jeep Life Podcast on Google. We also have a link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Jeep Life Podcast. Um, and if you'd like to support the podcast yeah. uh, and get some more information about other things and special releases, this and that, uh, head over to our Patreon which we have a new member. Oh, yeah. So huge shout out to Donald Cook. Yeah, thanks, Donald. Thanks. We love it. We appreciate it. You're, Absolutely. You're good. You're good people. And if you would like to actually physically talk on a podcast, give us a call, <laughs> 484-891-1172. And <laughs> <laughs> that is our listener hotline um, and voicemail. So make sure to leave us a voicemail tell, tell us how much you love us lots and the biggest of all make sure you head over to our YouTube page and yes. like and subscribe yeah lots of stuff on the YouTube you're so active on there oh my god it's not ridiculous. lately work out in the way <laughs> work has a tendency to do that well everybody it's been great hanging out on a different night of the week I appreciate you and coming on here and listening and, and being a part of it um you know, for, for Break It Bill and myself, here's a big G-Flute to you, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs>